Hello. Hola. Hello. Hello. We have a guest today, Deborah Ann Aldridge. Hello. Boom. We have an awesome episode uh, ready for y'all today. We are going to be talking about do we need a pastor? Yep, sure do. That's it. That's a yes. Done. See you later. See have you a later, good bye. week. Oh, I said have a good week. I meant week. Week. Okay. That kind of goes with, it's kind of like the game we're going to be playing, switching yeah. some letters around. Right. That was good. I like how you did that. Mm -hmm. We are going to be <coughs> playing, speak, since we're going to be talking about pastor, and pastor's not here, good call, we are, going, <laughs> we are going to be playing a game that pastor does not enjoy playing with us, but I'm sure he's going to derive and a And I have a feeling I'm going to be joining pastor with oh, this. It's such a good one. This, it's a good one. Such a good one. And <laughs> we're going to be giving away $25. So if you $25. are just hopping on right now, make sure to share the broadcast. And for each person who shares, you will be entered into a drawing to win a $25 gift card. We're going to pick our winner from last week's drawing. So as soon as we get 20 shares. 20. We upped 20 it. 20 shares. We Whoa. upped it five. Yep. So you've 20. got to sh share the broadcast. I shared. Yep. And I as shared. soon as we get That's two. 20, I shared two. That's three. 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 We're already helping you. We're right. helping you do your job. Yep. So technically, you only got to use, we only need 17. 17, really. So as soon as we hit 20, we will let you know who won the $25, and it's going to be great. <laughs> I want to say hi to people who are $25 goes a long ways. No joke. I can shop on Amazon for some $25. No oh, one Debbie has Myers chosen an hi, Amazon Debbie. gift card, which Happy birthday again. I hope your day was See, awesome. See, I'll go ahead and tell you, me and Oliver were food people. So we would figure out how much food uh, we could get. That was crazy. I know. I'm so sorry. I was about to get back into the dancing mode. <laughs> See, me and Oliver would see like 25 tacos, like 25 How like, many pizzas and CCs does that get you? That gets... It's unlimited. Oliver eats free, so that's at least two Whoa. trips, Whoa. three trips to CC's for me and Oliver. Whoa. We are in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of Paul's favorite restaurants. I don't know if you know this about Paul. Oliver got upset yesterday because we were going to order pizza, and he got upset that we didn't order mac and cheese pizza that CC's has. So hey, then he got me. mad and wanted to go to CC's because he loves his, his noodle ronies. Oh. On this pizza. I'm all about the cinnamon rolls at CC. <laughs> BJ Romero, Ashley Melton, what is up? Hope y'all are having a good day. If you're on, will you say hi so we can say hi to you watching us, watching you watching us? You. I'm on, so I'm going to say hi. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. It's good to see you. <laughs> Who's Seeing watching? Me. We've got a whole bunch of people on. Say hi. <laughs> hi, Pastor Nicole. She's pretty excited that you're on today. I am too, actually. Mark Presley's on. Mark! Krilla's oh. on. Oh, Paul said hi again. So, <laughs> for those of you who have been longtime viewers of the broadcast, you've never met Deb. You've heard us talk about Deb, but you've never met Deb. Deb is on... An eight. She's an eight. <laughs> We've been talking about the Enneagram today. Yes. Um, for research purposes. Yes. But... Here at Boomerang, uh, Paul and I are on the leadership team, and another member of our leadership team is Deborah Ann. And Pastor is out of, uh, he's not available this week, he's out of town. And since he couldn't be here right now, we brought on Deborah Ann. Deb. She's the one whose jokes we refused to laugh at a couple weeks ago. I tried really, really, really hard. I tried really, really hard. Yeah, they were. 
I hey, know. Patricia. Paul, Paul I mean, wasn't very impressed, and <laughs> I think Barrett maybe struggled a little bit. But Barrett I didn't tried. struggle. Barrett just knew which ones were funny and which ones were not. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be 90% of Pastor Nicole. Deb is also one of my very best friends in the whole wide world. Mm -hmm. so which we had words afterwards, didn't we? It is not my fault that they weren't funny. Not my fault. But we had words after. We did, and they were mostly me encouraging you to find better ones. But she loves you, movie, movie, nacho. <laughs> movie, oh, movie, movie, nacho. movie, nacho. I just told Abby Should we that tell the story? Go for it. Okay. So yesterday. <laughs> Hope you find um, it entertaining, everybody. <laughs> there's a project that we're working on, uh, we're preparing for here at the church, and there were some pieces that I needed to handle, and I went ahead and handled those yesterday, and I communicated that. Yeah, Big I love. communicated that I had accomplished this to the team, and I was voice boxing. So I don't know how many of you out there use voice to text. I use it a lot. But I find that there are a lot of autocorrections to things that maybe are acceptable and sometimes are really not acceptable. It also makes me talk in talk to text a lot. Like, how are you doing, question mark? Has today been a really good day for you, yes. question mark? I'm so excited to see you later, exclamation, exclamation point, point, exclamation point, point. exclamation point. <laughs> Absolutely, I do the same thing. Or common new paragraph. George makes fun a lot when it happens. Yes. Miss so Patricia anyway. Presley's own. Oh. We were been praying for you. So anyway, yesterday, as I was sending the message, Barrett sent me back, Deborah Ann, period, I love you, period. And I replied, I love you too, Barrett Diane. And what I was going to follow it up with was, muy, muy, macho. Oh, I said nacho. No, she Not said bad. it wrong. It's okay. It's I, my heart meant muy, muy, macho, which is lots and lots and lots, right? Well, when I did voice to text, it decided that what I meant was movie, movie, nacho. So that's what we're going to say I love you from now on. Yes. Movie, movie, nacho. Yes. So now we've already started this. So when, I, when I've seen Barrett now, I say, I love you, movie, movie, nacho. It's a special friendship. It's, yeah, very affirming. Pray for Ooh. Paul because there's a lot of messaging going on right now on the broadcast. Love so, it. have you cooked steak good, lately? It's a good thing I got my beard on. You got your beard on. You've been grilling. In my plaid. <laughs> You broke in some stuff and like sawed it back to you can't saw things back no. together. No. Weld? No. Weld weld puts things together. Glue. Duct Glue. tape. <gasps> you can nail Flex seal. Things William would be so excited if I brought up Flex Seal. I used Flex Seal the other Sweet. Day. First time ever. That's I awesome. never liked that stuff. Really? And I was like, you know oh, do what? You like it now? I wanna try it. He forced me to watch a commercial the other day where it's the, crazy. The, the dude saws holes in the bottom of a bucket and then has to show everybody that it won't hold water anymore. <laughs> and William's like, Isn't this exciting? And I was like, <laughs> He sawed holes in the bucket and it won't hold water anymore. Like, why is this cool? But then I had to wait till the end to prove that the flex seal, in fact, maintained a seal. William was sharing. So I'm not going to get that one minute back. William was sharing infomercials <laughs> at youth the other night. That's, this is your son. Yes. He's wonderful. I know. Also, before we hop into the topic, we're about to get there. Um, I believe we need to call out Marky Eleanor Dottie Dunphy, who is not being kind in the comments and expressing love for others, only her sister. So if you feel oh. personally victimized by Marky Eleanor Dottie Dunphy, feel free to write in and we will have a conversation with oh, her privately. It's bless. okay. <laughs> Just pray for her. <laughs> Prayers. I only love we you, love movie nacho. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not maybe all the way to movie, movie nacho, but at least You've I am at movie, movie nacho. It, you only got it's, one movie. It's not a Lord is, of it, the Rings is it movie? matinee movie? <laughs> 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 it's not necessarily a great point. Indie, yeah, that, that's a good but, one. You know, it's yeah. like a Disney. Yeah. It's a Disney-like movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love Marky. She's such a good egg. Yes, she's okay. smiling. We're going to hop in to today's topic. Whoop, whoop. Do we need a pastor? Yes. 
Whoa, wrong graphic. They're trying. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> There's a lot going craziness. On right now. There's craziness going on. Whoa. I promise we're here. Right? You're supposed to get your hands and do this. Do not thing. mind the man behind the, <laughs> the curtain. There we go. There we go. Do we need a pastor? Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. You can hop back to us now. That's a lot of graphics. Holy. <laughs> that was a slow hop. It was dilly like do, a dilly do, slight dilly do. A wade in We're in. back. Now, we, uh, this month is typically uh, known as Pastor Appreciation Month. Mm -hmm. um, it's when a lot of churches celebrate and honor their pastors. And we are celebrating and honoring ours. And we wanted to take some time to talk about, do you need a pastor? Yes. The sure answer do. is yes. yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to, every time you say that, I'm just going to immediately, yes. Yep, yes. you do. Yes, yep. It's sure vital to our walk as Christians. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. At this table, none of us right now are... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're going to be serious, but Pastor Nicole just commented something excellent. She says, if I feel victimized by the lack of likes, could I be entitled to compensation? Is there a 1-800 number I should call? I will give you Marky Eleanor's personal cell phone number at the end of this broadcast. For not the ones reason. that she gives Sephora known for the text message. Yeah, the not real the ones. Sephora email, not that sort of phone number, but her real one. It's interesting. Okay. Back in. So, Do we need to pass her? Yes. At this table, none of us are acting in the role of a pastor at this time. You've got a children's leader, youth leaders, a worship leader here, but none of us are a full-time pastor. So you are getting normal Christians' opinions, Bible opinions on this. Are we normal? We are God's we try to be. version. We're, yeah, of we're God's version. I don't know if we're... <laughs> Some people might think we're kind of crazy. Basically, we're not the fivefold right now. Like, that's not how any of us are operating at this right. time. And so you're not getting a bias on this. You're getting the unfiltered word of God and go Deb. Of course she's going to hand off to me because she loves me. <laughs> movie, 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 nacho. Uh -huh. Movie, 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 nacho. Right. So uh, as, when Barrett shared with me what we were going to chat about today, I was, I was thinking back over the you know, the time that I've been at Boomerang and, and the importance and significance of what Pastor Brian and Pastor Nicole have done for me. And I think if I were to quantify it into a dollar figure, I'm not sure I could give it a dollar figure. Yeah. Like it's, it's a crazy amount. And I know a lot of people in the world will go and see counselors or they'll go and seek therapists. And, you know, just thinking about how many times I've, I've reached out to both of them for support, for guidance, for wisdom. Um, if there was Can a dollar figure. Can you imagine if you had to pay them each time we called them? <laughs> I'd be broke. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> ooh doggies. Ooh. Anyway, one of the stories that I remembered back to was after I'd, I, we had just started attending Boomerang. We hadn't maybe been attending a full year. And Pastor Brian had been away at a conference and came back. And after the service one Sunday, he approached me and he said, So um, while I was away, I feel like the Holy Spirit told me that uh, you're supposed to maybe lead children's ministry. Well then, <laughs> what'd you do on your weekend? <laughs> and I was like, um, and what you should know about me, if you don't know this about me already, is I'm a registered nurse by training. And when I went through the course of my training, I, of course, had a pediatric rotation. So I got exposed to kids. 
And that Exposed. was the one area. <laughs> to gamma radiation. <laughs> Ooh, it was kind of. I love kids, but whoo. Pediatrics was not something that I chose as, as being an area that I would thrive in professionally. We'll just put it there. You were so, wrong. Right. So when Pastor Brian makes this comment to me, I'm thinking, kids. Wow, kids. Mm, kids. I have one. Do wow, I, want? I, yeah, I have one. How many more do I want, really? Um, hmm. But here's the thing. What I had already grown to know about Pastor up to that point and Pastor Nicole is yeah. that they had my best interest uh, in their heart. Yeah. So I knew that whatever they imparted into me, whatever, whatever Pastor Brian was pulling out of me, he was pulling out of me with a purpose. And I may not see it. I certainly didn't see it at that moment. Um, and he asked me to go away and pray on it. And the more I prayed over it and the more I meditated on it and the more I sought the Lord, the more I felt like it was the right thing that I was uncomfortable. I wasn't sure what it was going to look like. Yeah. I wasn't sure how I was going to step through it. But I had faith in the word that Pastor Brian had, it, had for me, and I had faith in what I knew I heard from the Holy Spirit and where I was supposed to go. Yeah. So um, now I'm not even sure how many years has it been. Seven. Something. Like, it's been a long time. Six, seven, something. And some of the biggest growth I've had spiritually has been through the course of leading children's ministry, teaching children, yeah. um, imparting to them god's word helping them to understand the bible teaching them the books of the bible i look at paul because paul has just it's recently my favorite learned song. this song um, that Matthew, we teach it <laughs> continue deb i'll keep this under control <laughs> all of a sudden my husband just the voice of him just came out of your body in that way like george was it was weird. It was so a weird moment. that, I mean, that's probably one of the most prominent stories, but I could probably give you uh, testimony after testimony after testimony of taking something to pastors, knowing that they could see out ahead of me, knowing that they could help guide, lead, and direct me. And it isn't that I can't hear from the Lord myself, but they've always been a great touchstone for me to go to, to talk to. Um, They've always done an, an amazing job of helping to uh, reveal things that maybe I'm not seeing correctly, uh, to help remove stumbling blocks if there's a stumble uh, in front of me. Yeah. So it's, it's been a phenomenal experience, and I value, value, value them in my life so much. Amen. And baton pass. See, I think one thing that we don't realize <laughs> with pastors is a lot of times, and I mentioned this in our life group the other week, is we typically see them on Sunday and then when we talk to them. But we don't know exactly what all they are doing Woo! outside of that. No. I know pastors we have... Are people too. <laughs> yeah. And I know we have had phone calls late night, early morning, yeah. like, and they literally drop what they're doing. Yep. To pick up and minister to whoever, whenever, at whatever time, because that's their number one job mm -hmm. is to, to, to minister. Whether it's standing in the pulpit or if it's standing at an event and preaching the word there, it's an everyday, yeah. pretty much every hour, minute yeah. job. I know there's been times when Pastor Nicole's been at work and she's stopped what she was doing at work to Days. minister <laughs> mm -hmm. and that's just that's their heart they have a heart after god and that's yeah. the same love that he showed 
yeah. us and it reflects in your pastors when you, yeah. so you need that in your life because they're there to, to help lift you up, to show you the path and help guide you on the path. And they're also there to correct you. Sometimes yeah. we don't like that. Ooh, we could spend a whole broadcast but on correction. I know I have received <laughs> a lot of correction and at first there. I did not like it, but when I actually received the correction instead of just hearing the correction yeah. and made huge the change, mm -hmm. it made a huge difference. Not just in like my walk in the church, but outside the church in a business and yeah. relationship with my wife, with the kids. So it's important. They really, people don't understand the importance of having a pastor. They really have a, a an eternal life impact on you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it says in the word um, in Ephesians, and I mean, we, here at Boomerang, we hear this a lot because it's important to understand it. But in Ephesians 4.11, it's talking about God. Uh, God gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, some to be pastors, and some to be teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service and for the building up of the body of Christ until we all come into the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God. So it says that God calls, he, he separates some, not all people, some people to be each of these giftings, including a pastor. And he does it so that they can train up the body of Christ. They need to be trained. We need to be trained. And I know it's said a lot that well, pa pastors are just people, and I can hear from God myself, and why do I need to talk to some other man or woman about God when I can hear from God? My That's all prideful stuff, because here's the thing. I can hear from God. I sure can, and I can also miss it. <laughs> I have a corrupted flesh, and so there's a possibility I'm missing it. God has set up systems right. in place checkpoints, balances to ensure that we don't miss it, to mm -hmm. ensure that we stay on the path that we need to be on. Mm -hmm. And one of the ways he does that is by the gift of a pastor to train us in the way that we should go. Mm -hmm. You know, it says in, um, in Proverbs, train up a child in the way they should go. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. Well, we're spiritual children to pastors, and as they train us and as we humble ourselves to their training, mm -hmm. they keep us on that mm -hmm. path that connects us to the Father. But it's in those moments that when we ignore God's systems that right. all of a sudden it doesn't work. Right. And why doesn't it work? Because we're not doing the very thing, the very system that God's given us to ensure that our lives are fruitful. If we ignore a way of God, why would that way of God work? It wouldn't. That's, that's foolish to just assume that it would. But when we step into humility and we honor the gift of a pastor for what it is, a gift, and we give ourselves to their correction, to their direction, to their guidance, and we draw on the anointing, because right. that's what it is. It's an anointing, and it's a mantle that they carry. Mm -hmm. They carry that mantle of being a spiritual head. There's, look, Paul, Paul was mentioning it a second ago. I get to, I, I act as pastor's personal assistant here. I get to see his personal calendar. I get to talk to him on a pretty regular basis to hear what he's doing. And he's not just counseling. He's not just handling b church business stuff. He's got his own life. He's ministering to other ministers. Right. Like there's a ton that our pastors do that other people don't see. And how can they do it? There's a supernatural grace to do it. Yep. 
Absolutely. I could, uh, this is, I, I said it earlier, share the broadcast if you haven't done it yet. Um, as soon as we hit 20 shares, I'll let you know who won $25 from last week. But share the broadcast because it is important that the body of Christ understands the need of a pastor. Somebody you know needs to know this. And here's, I think, one of the biggest reasons that the body of Christ doesn't um, necessarily utilize it is because a man has hurt them or a woman mm -hmm. has hurt them. Like, you know, they've been hurt by a church or they've been hurt by a yeah. pastor. Not, not invalidating the hurt, but that's just things that are said. I've been hurt by people who have operated in that office before. But not everybody who's in the office is a pastor. You know, you judge that by their fruit. And so just because you've been hurt by somebody before doesn't necessarily mean that that's necessarily a pastor. And even if they are, who cares? You'll love them anyway. Right. I'm right. all done now. That's my tangent. I'm done. Have well, a sometimes <laughs> as Christians, we feel like there's pressure on us. For sure. Like, because people are watching us. Imagine being a pastor. You are at a higher level of accountability. Yeah that mm -hmm. so not only are you you listening for correction in your own life but you're also having to listen for your congregation yeah as well and then on top of that when you receive the stuff that they need have to figure out how to be tactful to where yeah. people are not offended and you're coming across in that loving manner that father yeah. has so it's a it's it's a lot more pressure than what it seems to be and when you read the scripture and it talks about it and it shows you then you start to really understand what it is, how it is to be a pastor. As far as scripture, you, unless you're a pastor, you really don't know. But the scripture helps kind of give you that guideline of what's there. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you look at, let's see. Mm -hmm. For instance, Acts 20, 28, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Yeah. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he bought with his own blood. That's a lot of pressure. Like, yeah. you're keeping over watch of something that, that's something he bought. Yeah. And you've got to make sure that you don't let it get corrupted or yeah. turned. That right there is one of those, I just got slammed to the ground like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. But your pastors, they take on that. There, you know what? God will empower me to do what I'm called to do. God will provide everything yeah. that I need. So then they can stand in that, that moment and lead you where you need to be, whether you're willing to receive it or not. It's, it's, it's an important thing. And it's, it's a lot of, lot of, lot more work than I think people realize. Yeah. And when you're, you find a good pastor who really is after God's heart, it is something that you really need to appreciate and esteem highly. Like, you need to to really give yourself to yeah. them, just as you would Christ, because he's 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 anointed yeah. and put over you to help guide you in that way. Yeah. So sometimes we think, well, he's just a pastor of a church. Well, he's a pastor of a church because he was chosen. Yep. To be. So that means if you're if you're rebellious to that and you're not appreciating that, then really ultimately, you're really not appreciating the things of God that He's given you. Yeah. And I think sometimes we we don't really view it that way, but it is a very important thing. And then when we do that, then that's when we can the blessings start coming in because now we 
we've hit that level of submission to authority. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, and Pastor uses the analogy a lot of, and I mean, Ephesians 4 literally says that they're a gift. They're, they're being mm -hmm. given as a gift. So it's like on Christmas morning, if you're given a present, and it's that present that you've always been wanting, and, and I know we can all, and I think we probably will before the broadcast is done, give testimonies of this, but how many times have we gone before pastors and things that were just hard or seemed really complicated or really <laughs> difficult, and you sit down with them what? for five minutes, and it's, it's like, poof, just like that. And it's, like you where have been, you been the last six months? You should have been months? licking the window. Like, that, <laughs> that was so... It sounded so simple. How did right? how did I miss that? And the thing right. is, it, right. the answer is there the whole time. We just needed to draw on it. They were there, just <coughs> like Jesus was there the whole time. But anyway, so you get you're given this gift, and it has answers and solutions, and it, it's it's everything that we are needing. And if you know Deb hands me a present, I'm like, oh, thank you so much for this. This is great. And I just set it down. And I'm like, that's a great present. Look at that present, everybody. Look what Deb got me. And I don't actually ever open it, unwrap it, use it. I'm not esteeming it. I'm not going to receive from it. I may have it and show it off of, look what I was given. But if you're not using it, right. it's not, is it really yours? Or is it still in the box? So let's talk about using this let's gift. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about using this gift. So I, I think there are a lot of people <laughs> who want to use the gift when it's convenient to them. Hmm. Preach it louder but for the But maybe back. they don't want to use that gift <laughs> I'm sorry, when... I'm sorry, what? What yeah. was it that you said? Maybe, maybe, they don't, maybe they only want to use the gift when it's convenient for them, Oof. when it's comfortable for them. How are your toes doing? When it's easy, <laughs> right? When, when the issue maybe isn't so much of an issue, it's more of a, you know, not such a big deal. It's just a theory. Yeah. <laughs> Versus when you may actually have to humble yourself. You may actually have that to word. face the fact that <laughs> she you. She can say it because she's not on here. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not. I'm probably not coming back anytime soon. So um, <laughs> um, I could. Yeah. Maybe I. You yeah. do whatever you need okay. to do. <laughs> yeah. And and the reason I can say this is because I've been there. So I've been in situations where I've come up against something, and I knew in my spirit I needed to go to pastors. But I really didn't want to go to pastors. Sure because I was afraid, I'll just call it what it was, I was afraid they were gonna put their finger on something that I wasn't ready to face, that I didn't wanna deal with, that I was unwilling to sure. confront. And so what, what do we do in the flesh or what have we done in the flesh when those situations present themselves? We ignore it, we run away from it, we turn our back from it, we don't wanna face it. And what ends up happening, at least it's happened for me, I'm only talking about, I'm not talking about Barrett, I'm not talking about Paul, I'm not talking about any y'all. But mm. when I haven't done that in the past, it's done something we like to call in the medical, in the medical realm, fester. Yeah. It festers and it festers and it Ugh. festers There's and it festers <laughs> and it may get pussy. Stop it, stop. <laughs> that, you, it. Okay, I'll stop. It could Share stink. the broadcast, by the way. Some things we're talking <laughs> about they can stink sometimes. <laughs> hey, my, Abby's watching. But my point is this. Before you let something get that far, yeah. be humble enough, <clears throat> be brave enough yeah. to actually sit down with your pastors, open up and be honest and say, I've missed it. 
for me, I might ball and sob and cry my mascara off because I'm embarrassed, yeah. right? You've hurt, I've hurt my pride or I've allowed my pride yeah. to be hurt. And so sitting in front of them and confessing something to them or sharing something with them and really opening up my heart, what I can tell you from experience is the moment I do that, at least from my pastors, I have received nothing yeah. but love. Yep. Nothing but love. Yeah. And love abundant, love yeah. over, overflowing, love unlike I've known in a lot of situations. So what ends up typically happening towards the end is there's great wise counsel, there's correction, there's direction, and when I walk away, I have felt lighter, I've felt easier, I've felt like I've been, I've, I've, I've been guided to overcoming. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to talk about not only the, the great and wonderful and glorious things pastors can do for us, but I think there's this other side of, we have to play our part. Mm -hmm. Pastor has his part, Pastor Nicole has her part to play. We equally have a part to play. And often they can't play their part unless we play our part. Amen. Amen. Which speaks to what you said about yeah. they may have wisdom to impart in us, but unless we're willing to humble ourselves yeah. and actually seek their wise counsel, they can't give it to and us. And the thing, too, that I think a lot of people miss is by not humbling yourself and not submitting that and trying to figure it out yourself. Yep. That is what Fester, we call Fester, Fester. pride. Like, what? It's what and, and that dropping bonds you, on today's if, broadcast. If, if we go through the scriptures, <laughs> there is a lot of things it says about pride, and it is not good. What? And so when you're talking about festering, mm. <laughs> it's a good word. So no, it's if not. you have a really strong <laughs> infection, yeah, you do, and not. you just try to cover yeah. it. And don't mm -hmm. seek the medical attention mm -hmm. that you need and receive the antibiotic that you need. Mm. That could be something that causes a limb to lose a limb. You're absolutely right, Paul. You are called to be a part of the body. Yes. Boom. So yes. if you are called to be a part of the body and you do not submit yourself to your pastor, then you are a limb that has an infection that can slow the body down and can affect the rest of the body. So that's when you have to stop and think you're not just affecting yourself. Yep. You're affecting the whole entire body. Whole thing. Now look at that your pastor is over that body. So Ooh, by you not doing that, you are hindering what they are called to do. Yeah, yep. And then it also tells you in, in the word, you will be removed. Yep. <laughs> if you become one of those limbs that are gonna get amputated, I'm sorry, the help was there, but you have to be willing to pick up the phone, yeah. make the phone call and say, I need some help. Yeah. I've got an infection going on right now and I don't want it to spread any more. What do I do? Give me the tourniquet to cut it off now mm -hmm. and let's treat this before it gets yeah. anywhere else. That's what they're there for. Mm -hmm. We have to use it. We have to pick up the phone. We have to get in our car and drive. Get over our pride. And get over ourselves of, well, they're doing something. They would <laughs> much rather stop what they are doing mm -hmm. to help you Achieve something in your life yep. that you need that will advance the kingdom yep. than a piece of pizza they're about to put in their mouth. I yeah, know I, right now if mm -hmm. I'm at home and I'm eating lunch and the school calls and says my daughter needs me, which is more important? Something that she needs that could really impact her life or this piece of pizza that's going, I'm going to choose her. Why? That's the love of a father. Yep. Your pastors, they have the love of the father for you. Yep. Just as the father loves them and loves us, it's 
it's a it's a step in that we have to reach out. Yeah. They are there for us. They were used given to us as a gift, like you said. And it's just like we were given the Holy Spirit as a comfort to help guide. Your pastor is that that's pretty much what your pastor is there for too. He is there because he's gonna seek the Holy Spirit's leading. Then in case you are still to the point where you don't understand and can't hear it, then he's gonna translate what he just told him to you to give you that, yeah. that life-changing word to help you up out of that situation and dust yourself off and start getting back on the path that you're called to. But you have to reach out, you have to make that phone call, you have to swallow that prideful pill and get it out of the way. Well, and this is something I've been thinking about this week actually, is there are three decisions in my opinion that I think are the most life-changing decisions for anybody, believer or non-believer. Um, Number one, making Jesus the Lord of your life. Amen. That's the number one most important decision you can make. Number two, who you marry. Like, that's going to influence your entire life. Number three is where you go to church. And by where you go to church, who's your pastor? Because those three things are going to influence your life. Like, and, and I'm not saying that there might not be something more, but in my life right now, those are the most important decisions I've ever made. Moving to Boomerang, submitting to Pastor Brian and Nicole, and allowing them to mold me. Because I think a lot of people I did, they were afraid, to your points, mm -hmm. to humble themselves to pastors because there's that knowledge, kind of like when, if you go to a psychiatrist, like, they're going to be able to see like some not awesome stuff. Your sure pastors are. can also see like, and they're not going to make you lay down on the couch. They're not. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's a pastor's job to tend to the flock. Like it's mm -hmm. their job to clean them, to help put them in the right place, to get them ready. So testimony, like I'll, I shared it last night at impact in the class I was teaching. Um, and I don't ever mind using myself as an example, but when I moved here, this is going to be shocking. I know when I moved here, one of the first things pastor, um, Brian and pastor Nicole needed to work with me on needed to work with me on is, uh, I was very loud. I know. Shocking. You're all shocked. Mind blown. It's, I know. I know. I just did the Jonah Hill. <laughs> movie, movie, nacho. <laughs> but, and, and look, this has been an ongoing, I've been here over six years now. Like, this has been an ongoing process. And at first, like, hearing pastors say, you need to tone it down. <laughs> you need to bring your volume down. You need to make sure that, and look, it, there were things in my flesh that I needed to humble myself to. Well, why do I need to do that? This is who I am. I'm a louder person. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that? What I didn't know at the time was how I was coming across to others was abrasive. Mm -hmm. And it was putting me in a position where if I would just scream and rush at everybody and be like, oh, so I just say it. <laughs> like, it would, some people would love it. Deb loved me, loved me still. You would get the, you'd get the Heisman. But I would from a lot of people. <laughs> Hold and on. what Pastor was doing was helping me to understand how to become all things to all people. So I could minister to a wider amount of people mm -hmm. than just the Debs of the world. And not everybody would have received me that way. But if I hadn't humbled myself, and it was a process, and it is an ongoing process, but if I hadn't humbled myself to that word and given myself mm -hmm. to it, 
he would never have allowed me, number one, to do the broadcast, <laughs> number two, to lead the youth, sing on Sundays. Like, I, I wouldn't have been able mm -hmm. to actually step into my calling had I not heard the first tweak this. Do this a little bit differently. And it's in those, it's in the massive life things, and it's in the s seemingly small things mm. that they point out too. Like when your life looks like it's exploding, they're there. When it seems like everything's good and there's a minor tweak, they're there. Mm -hmm. But everything, every bit of advice or counsel that they give leads us to life. It says in Proverbs uh, 13, uh, 14, the teaching of the wise is a fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. You know, our pastors, whether you go to Boomerang or whether you're at your own church, your yeah. pastor's instructions and teaching lead you to life. They're fountains of life that you can drink from and live off of. And by adhering to it, you avoid the traps of death that would like to catch us. And that's what every word that they that they give us, that they yeah. counsel us with, it mm -hmm. leads us to life, whether we think they're important or not. It's important. And as we humble ourselves to the systems of God, the blessing comes because it starts with the head, which mm -hmm. is Jesus. Yep. It flows to the beard, which represents the eldership, pastors, and it goes all the way down to the fringes of the garments. Mm -hmm. It tells us in Psalms. Well... If you are not connected to the beard, if Paul shaved the beard off... We don't want that. Jade doesn't. Jade likes the beard. <laughs> but, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't go from the beard down. It would just stop at the head. You, you can't skip the pastor part. It's, it's a vital part. You mm. can't not have it and still be connected to the anointing in the same way. You need one. And to where you were talking about the three things, one thing I would do, though, is I would flip your two and three. Church, yeah. then... It is very, especially for young people, you would, it's, trust me, you want to meet your husband or wife at a church that you're planted at. For sure. Um, for one, you're under the same vision. You are under the same counseling of people who know you. Um, you're in a place where God has put you and where he puts you is where he has supplied everything that you need. Mm -hmm. So therefore, that would be a spouse. That would be the counseling that you need for that spouse. Mm -hmm. Because I'll go ahead and tell you, no matter what marriage, you're going to need some counseling. I'm going to take a quick poll at the table. Everybody at the table, if Pastor Brian and Pastor Nicole were not your pastors, would you still be married to your spouse? If you would, please put your hand up. All three of us <laughs> would have been divorced at this point in time in our lives had we not had Pastor Brian and Pastor Amen. Nicole. And this Accurate. Is the, and this is the thing. When me and Jade needed the, the most that we were at the breaking point, yeah. pastors really didn't even know us that yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. So it's not just that you're submitted on them for a long time and they know each of you and know how to counsel in your personalities. No, they went which is what pastors are given to you for, yeah. to point you to the word yep. that you cannot argue with yep. and say, this is what it says, what do you do with it? I want to share something uh, that the Holy Spirit told me. So recently, George and I, um, we were praying about something. There was just stuff going on. Not bad. Like, it wasn't bad. It's just we could tell something spiritually was trying mm -hmm. to be up with us. And we, uh, you know, we prayed through, we pressed through, and the thing 
broke and we, we avoided whatever it was. It was, I believe it was a trap that was set up. And Pastor Nicole, Pastor Brian knew, they were praying with us. So I'm sitting in the sanctuary, just literally, maybe a month ago. I'm sitting in the sanctuary and I'm praying. And the Holy Spirit, um, I believe, like told me what the trap was. And I'm like, oh my goodness, thank you, Holy Spirit, for like helping us avoid that. That's, praise God, that's awesome. And the Holy Spirit showed me that up to that point, the faith that got us around the trap was not mine and George's faith for our marriage. It was pastor's faith mm -hmm. for our wow. marriage. It was pastor's faith that we were relying on until we got to the point that our eyes were opened and we started taking more responsibility for it in that way. Not that we weren't necessarily in faith, but it was pastor's faith that was the supply to get us around mm -hmm. and over wow. what that was. Talk about a, well, I immediately got my phone out and I sent them a message and I was like, praise God that you're our pastors and you pray for us and you love us enough to believe in us when we don't even know that we're not doing it right. Even when we don't believe in ourselves mm. yeah. or believe correctly, or, they yeah. do it for us. Yeah. Even when we don't know that they're doing it for us. Yep. They're praying for you daily. Yep. Even when you don't. When those things go right and you're like, that's just that's weird. I didn't even know that. Right. Guess what? Somebody was praying for you in that situation yeah. that you didn't even know about. Yep. Yeah. I don't know how many times I was at work when I worked at Schultz. No joke. And I would get off and I'd have a voicemail from pastor. Hey, I just wanted to reach out to you. I was lifting you up today. And it was one of those days where it's like, yeah. you want to go through with a nail gun and just start shooting people. <laughs> and like, get, get in the truck was, and it's like. That's. And it didn't, and it didn't, and it didn't happen. <laughs> Why? Because in, in those moments, I, I like, I was given a piece to, you know what, let's just walk away from the situation sure. for a moment. Yeah. Normally, that would not have been me. <laughs> yeah. But in those days and stuff, yeah. that's why I, one day I called him, I was like, look, I don't know what you got going on. Like, I don't know if you stopped at my job and was like looking in the windows or. I'm so glad that we started working together <laughs> yeah. after. <laughs> yeah. Or if you've got my house bug, but. Right. Because literally, when situations come up, it's they already knew situations that were going yeah. on and was already praying in those moments for us to get through it. Just in case we didn't reach out to them yeah. <laughs> like we should, right. they were still believing and praying for us in those situations. Y'all yeah. share the broadcast. We In four more shares, I'll tell you who won last week's $25 gift card, and you'll be entered to win this week's $25 gift card. But most importantly, share, because there is somebody, there are people out there that need to know the power that comes from the gift of a pastor. And it's it's not just the flashy what you can see on Sunday mornings, nope. like flashy. It's not just the pomp and circumstance of getting to preach that may be a fun part but that's like the one percent of what they do like that's that's in no way the sum of everything they do together that's the easy part the rest of it is a daily day in day out commitment to serving the king and commitment mm -hmm. to excellence because if they're not walking in a way that's worthy of being followed then they're not honoring the gift that God's called them to be they're to walk in a way that we can follow behind and that's a daily hourly minute by minute decision to honor the call on their life and it's it's dedication Go. Okay. <laughs> On that, that doesn't mean you can sit and watch 
church on TV. They're oh, not your pastor. They're Paul's not going your, there. Paul's going there. Paul's going there. They're not your pastor. They're not. Do they know you? Yeah, that's important. Do they, they have a connection with you? <laughs> if you picked up the phone, are they going to answer? Right. Seriously. No, they are broadcast. So and it's, it's not taking anything away no. from them because some people, they do need to receive the word. There's days where something's going wrong. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to make it. You need to receive the word. Yeah. But you need to do everything you can to physically be involved in a church. Yep. Sitting under the word in that room yes. where the anointing is flowing to yes. give you what you need to walk it out. Amen. You need a pastor that you can physically reach out to mm -hmm. and receive what God is trying to give you. And look, maybe you're at a church that's bigger. Like, I, I immediately think, think in my head of, like, the river where Dr. Rod and Pastor Rodney and Adonica are over a ton. Well, they don't necessarily know every single that person that walks in the church, but there are under shepherds. There are still pastors there that Correct. you submit to, and they submit to Pastor Rodney and Adonica, and the whole thing still works. So whether you're and in, they're appointed by Dr. Rodney for that specific reason, which means they're right anointed there. to do it. So whether it's a bigger church, a smaller church, it doesn't matter. It matters the system, and there's a way to receive. That's proper. Isn't and there a scripture that says, "Don't neglect to gather, know the saints"? You know, I feel like we that, read it last think, year and or last week. And is, do we need church? Is that weird? Man, yeah. that's it's funny how that scripture comes up in a lot of subjects. It's, yep, sure does. Hmm. But not gathering. Every, not every person is a pastor, though, and that's the thing. Before you just go submit yourself to a pastor, pray, pray, <laughs> be led by mm. Jesus, but. There are, there are steps that are taken for somebody to be a pastor. First, they need to know from God that they've been separated. Like the Holy Ghost has to separate them. Then their, their pastors, their, the person they're submitted to in that way, their shepherd, they need to know that they were mm -hmm. separated. Then the body needs to know that they were separated. What's the fourth one? Oh, there's a... Mm, they need to know it by the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost has to do it. They yep. need to know it. Their shepherd needs to know it. And their sheep need to know it, yes. I believe, is the process. Mm -hmm. There's a system. Not just every person who calls themselves a pastor is a pastor. Mm -hmm. They're not. And it's important to know the fruit of who you're submitted to. And if they're not a loving pastor, if they're not bearing fruit, if they're not winning souls, if they're not training themselves up, then ask the Lord if you're truly called to be planted in that church. If the church isn't producing fruit, check with the Holy Spirit to make sure you're supposed to be there. And if you're not, go find a, a body by the leading of the Holy Ghost right. that you're supposed to give yourself to. And if you are supposed to be there and you're not seeing that, then you do what the Holy Spirit tells you yep. to do. Mm -hmm. Because God will give you mercy for being in that submission yep. to where he's called you. Because yep. mm -hmm. we've heard Esther talk about that too. Sometimes... <laughs> That minister might not be where he needs to be, but you are because you supply something that that minister needs. Yep. And see, that goes back to the, we're all part of the body. We all supply something. Yep. Pastors talked about where he was sitting in service and I felt like I've heard this message 10 times. I'm not getting out of it. Da, da, da. And then he heard, well, just pray. Why don't you pray in the Holy Spirit a little bit? Well, then the message has changed. Yeah. Why? Because in that moment, that minister needed that extra. And then, things started happening yeah. and it was poured out because pastor submitted himself to the authority that he was under in that mm -hmm. at, at that church yeah. in that 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 season 
So make sure you hear from the Holy Spirit of where you're supposed to be. And if you, if you don't feel like you're supposed to be there, where and when you're supposed to go. Not yeah. just where you're, because he might tell you where you're supposed to go, but you're not supposed to go yet. Well, and, you know, pastors said it, I, I think it was in our submission and authority class that we did at Impact, but a lot of times, you know, people will sit under a pastor and they'll get groomed enough and they'll get, they'll mm -hmm. get grown enough that they think they're not, but they think they're on the same level as pastors. And look, people you're, you're not, on, you're not on the same level as your pastor, but let's say that you're getting more grown up. It's not your job to just hop and leave and find somebody else who, who has the latest revelation or no, you submit to your pastor and you help, you help carry that load. You help carry the vision and expand what the Lord called him to do. You be a support, be an Aaron and a right. her and lift the arms mm -hmm. of your pastors up. It's not just about going and finding the latest revelation. It's about a covenant. A pastoral relationship with their sheep is a covenant. They don't break it. They don't leave the sheep. A true pastor doesn't leave their sheep. They care for them, they protect them, and the sheep's job is to follow the shepherd period you don't leave covenant doesn't separate unless the holy ghost himself separates and god doesn't separate what he's joined together so in the rarest of occurrences does the holy spirit you know plant somebody in a different spot not that it can't happen but if holy spirit plants you you're planted for it mm -hmm. for a long time that's the way it works you don't just plant a plant and uproot it and move it to another pot it'll die well, this took a different turn. Sure did. We're up to 20 shares, everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. No, it's important, though. Like, I, we're not trying to, to browbeat you by any stretch. There's a passion that's on us with this, mm -hmm. and I, I knew it going into it. All three of us feel strongly because this is such an important decision and such an important gift, and it's so vital to your walk as a Christian. Yeah. And we've all seen people that have not honored the gift <laughs> and have just chosen to be flippant with the things of God. And if you honor what God honors, you will be honored and blessed yourself and your life will go up. So the passion you hear in our voices, it's not to frazzle you. It's, it's, we want you to be the best. We want the body of Christ to be the best it can be. We want to be the best we can be. And to do that, we need our pastors. We need them. Agreed. Agreed. And with that, thank you for coming to our TED Talk today. It was great to have you. <laughs> it was a little bit longer than a regular TED Talk, though. It was. Just, just, just a, a touch. Was it? TED Talks are like an hour. TED Talks are like 10 minutes. Well, thanks for coming to like five of our <laughs> TED Talks today, everybody. Uh, we are going to go ahead and draw the winner. If you'll go ahead and put the graphic up for the winner of the There's a winner. Graphic. There is a winner graphic. I made it this morning. Are you making the sound? Share the broadcast and win a $25 gift card. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> that was our theme music. <laughs> See, I know when to fill in the whoop whoops. I've been with Ferris long enough now. It's why she's my animal. <laughs> oh, yeah, she is my Kermit. That's a whole other story. So the winner of last week's $25 gift card is Mary Gonzalez. You are the winner, winner, Mary. chicken dinner. Send me a message about where you would like your gift card to. And for the next couple of minutes, oh. we are going to play. Pastor's most favorite game. Most favorite. You ready? 
We are going to play Splickety Lit. Does anyone know what Splickety Lit is? I do. Oh. Okay, Deb, explain what it is because it's your game. Oh, boy. And you brought the joy into Pastor's life. Oh, mm. yeah, I did. Okay. So Splickety Lit is a game whereby the first letters of words or first sounds of words are jumbled. And so, so Taco Bell would be Bacotel. It would be Bacotel. Bacotel. Or Donkey Kong would be Conky Dong. <laughs> yeah, really funny. So, <laughs> so there are a series of questions. So when we ask the question, it is also in Splickety Lit language. But then you must answer using Splickety Lit as well. Come on, guys. It was Deb. <laughs> Can we move on? Quit laughing about it. How red is she going to <laughs> Okay, a Big Mac would be a Mig back. How about that? Is that better than Monkey Dong? <laughs> Don't say it again. Okay. Pepsi Pola. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch on the lid. You so can we're read gonna, a bunch on the lid. We're going to play the game with you. We're going to draw a couple of these cards, and some of them have questions. Some, And if they're questions, you've got to answer it back in that whole inverted thing. So we'll do a couple of examples, and then we want you to play, too. So whoever gets the question right is the winner, even if you beat us. Like, the first person to comment on with the winner wins. Boom. Boom. Okay. Are you going to ask I just that? shook your speakers with that yes. one. Are we going to ask you? <laughs> yes, I will go first. Whoa. Question. Okay, you ready, Internet? Name the nest bone brand of Swatton Cobbs. Name the nest bone brand of Swatton Cobbs. Swatton Kill? No. Is anyone answering? Uh, No. Oh, are we going to do an example? Is this an example? Uh, sure. Okay. So the answer would be two quips instead of Q-tips. Oh, I thought it was, they meant the brand. Like, I was thinking Cottonelle. Is Q-tip a brand? It is. Q-tip is a brand. Yeah, I thought it was a thing. I didn't no. know it was a brand. No. Two quips. What? Two quips. Yep. <laughs> Welcome to Brand, brand Marketing 101. Okay. What? Next question. You ready? That's the name of a It's not a thing? It's a brand. It's the brand. It's the Q-tip brand. That's called. Everyone calls them Q-tips, just like everyone calls them Kleenex, but Kleenex is the brand. I didn't know that Q-tips were like tissue, like where it. Yeah. <sighs> where Kleenex are called tissues, but they're really tissues. I didn't realize that Q-tips were just cotton swabs, but called Q-tips by a marketing firm. I didn't know that. Well, I'm my mind just blew. That's okay. Don't worry. I guarantee you, Jade's in there going. What? Same thing. Okay. Uh, no, Jade, Jade guessed correctly. She said T-quits. T-quits. Well, that was close. Two quips. Okay, so next question. What Jand Hester gives a vote of con confidence? What Jand Hester gives a vote of con confidence? Um, thups? Con confidence. Oh. Answer? Dumbs down. Oh. We're not really having fun, are we? I don't. Well. I, I, I agree with you, Pastor Pastor's Brian. Watching, he's I like, do. I, this is why I said never bring the game around. Yeah. Pastor, I agree. I, I'm not. I'm not a, mm -hmm. 
I have to find I'm another one. Um, uh, oh, here's a good one. This will be a funny one. Oh Who boy. sports long ped rigtails and is the strongest whirl in the girl in the world? Right, but lippy pong stocking. Lippy pong stocking. Licky, yeah, not licky, lippy. Aw, uh, Beck, you got the you got the thumbs down one. Thumbs Good down. Job. Good job, Beck. That's awesome. These are See, funny. See, Beck likes our game. Yeah. Maybe it's. Maybe it's just like dudes don't like the game. Because we use proper English and we think this is crazy. Because you think with what side of the brain is it? Is it left brain? Are dudes more left brained and girls more right brained? Am I, I think being it's, really I think it's gender? backwards. I thought right brain was one, like the artsy side. Mm -mm. Right brain is more mathematical, sciencey. Left brain is more artsy. I don't know what the scientists tell me what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're looking Pastor, for that. Pastor Nicole says, and this is why Pastor Brian doesn't like this game. <laughs> so, would you rather... Whoa. Oh, now we're going to would you rather. Have toes for fingers or fingers for toes, and why? Hmm. Fingers for toes. I'd rather fingers for toes. You know, why? last night I was looking I at William's like toes. toes, and they looked like fingers. It was creeping me out. I don't like toes, and I'd rather... And I can cover them up. So I can put socks over my feet and nobody sees them, but people would have to see my toe like fingers. stubby toe fingers. And like you wouldn't have much dexterity to write with if your fingers were this long. It's like But unless you're like me and Scarlett, we have long toes and we can write things with our toes. Yeah, would you rather Williams. have toe fingers or finger toes? I don't think it would bother me either way. I have Really? I have long toes. Like me and Scarlett can grab like street chalk with our toes and write like a monkey? Yes. <laughs> yes. Me, me and Scarlett have monkey-like toes. We can grab things. And I'm teaching Scarlett how to pinch people with their toes. That's awesome. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Would you rather... Oh. Nope, not that one. Yeah. Nope, not that one. Okay. Would you rather be able to talk backwards Ooh. or run backwards? Talk backwards. Really? You'd be able... Really? Well, then you'd, you'd blow away splickety lit. <laughs> talk backwards. Talk backwards, not run backwards? Talk backwards. Why would you, why would you, what's because the use case for talking backwards? What's the use case of running backwards? Uh, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> so you get, you could see what's chasing you. <laughs> and just taunt it the yeah. whole way, like, <laughs> You can't catch me. Like, but it doesn't say that you would have eyes on the back of your head. It doesn't it say just, that, no. It just says that you would run backwards. But and if I I'm running, if I'm I running backwards, I can. Right, but you can't see what's coming up, so you so could you literally. Back right into a wall. Yes. Unless you're. Like just flipping your Luke head Luke Skywalker time, and you like, have the force and you can feel it. Okay, okay. moving on. Next okay. question. Would you rather breathe underwater or walk through walls? I know mine. Walk through walls. Walk through walls. Breathe underwater. Uh, walk through walls. Jesus walk walked through, through the walls. door. I'd like to be more like Jesus. Breathe underwater to go explore more of his <laughs> I'm creation. Paul. I'm just saying, we're supposed to be more like Jesus like and he walked through a wall. I'm, I'm with Paul on this one. Right. So see, I feel like that would be... Mm -hmm. Would you have... Ha would you, would you rather, rather have underwater? a hamster-sized elephant or have an elephant-sized hamster? I know Abby's oh, hamster. Oh, oh, oh. I would like a hamster-sized elephant. Hamster-sized Abby's elephant nodding her head. Hamster-sized hamster -sized elephant. elephant. But I feel like when they did their like thing with the trunk, that would be a really high-pitched noise. It would be so cute. Yeah. Like you could hold it in you your say hand. That. But I think it would be one of those cute things that would be cute the first couple of times, and after that it's like, shh, 
would you really <laughs> throwing want, peanuts at it? Would, would you, you really want, want a rodent the size of an elephant? Right. That's where I was gonna go next. Like, like the alternative. I is mean, really unacceptable. no. I guess on that side, Kia Soul would not be able to use them as their. No, sir. Sure. They would not be able to use them as their marketing tool anymore. <laughs> That's what when me and Scarlett see those cars, what we call we call them the hamster cars. Tiffany said she'd breathe underwater. Way, oh, Jade said breathe there. underwater too. It's called Jade. Is see, Jade, Jade likes mermaids. Be merma mermaids. Oh boy! All right, I have one. Would you rather have trumpets for arms or have accordions for legs? Can you imagine that? That'd be an awesome praise and worship. Ooh. Accordions for legs. Yeah. Yeah. You'd rather have accordions for legs? I'd like to be able to use my hands and that's pretty much how I danced anyway. It was just like floppy and all <laughs> over the place. So it wouldn't be that different except the sounds that came out of my legs at that point. So it, it, it'd be pretty, oh, pretty normal. This is a good one. <laughs> oh, Paul's got a good one. Would you rather have a missing finger or an extra toe? Extra toe. Mm, <laughs> all day long. Extra but then you, your shoes Marilyn wouldn't fit Monroe? right. Marilyn Monroe had but an extra toe. But your shoes wouldn't fit right. No, that's right. You'd and your socks would get, get worn out, toes. and one side would like you'd have a yeah. hole in your sock faster. I'd just get, I'd buy extra socks and get wide. I guess it would depend Can on. Can you pick which finger? Yeah, I was gonna say, which finger am I losing? I'm, I'm not losing my thumb. Yeah. Well, see, a thumb's technically not your finger. But then you like have a finger. It's but a phalange. Then you just have like but a, do you say your thumb finger? Did you say a phalange? <laughs> yes, it's a phalange. A phalange. Yeah. Phalanges. A phalanges. These are your phalanges. How do you properly say? Is it phalange? Is that no, how you say it? it's a phalange. Oh, a you phalange. just almost like expanded my vocabulary in the wrong direction. <gasps> Jade is on my side again. Oh, Accordion boy. legs. Ugh. Girls, I'm so That would be annoying mind. when you would walk, though. It would be so annoying. Imagine cooking. Okay, this is going to test. How would you empty the spit valve? Gross. This is going to test your <laughs> compassion for both y'all. Oh boy. Would you rather see someone start dancing out of nowhere or see someone trip and fall? I've seen both. Which one would you rather see spontaneously in life? Somebody trip and fall. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna I knew I'm it. not even gonna like that is like no, one of the funniest I think things. I'd want to see somebody spontaneously jump into dancing. But the only thing that's funnier than seeing somebody randomly like trip and fall is somebody that's not paying attention and they walk into something. I knew it. My wife walks into things all the time. Is this one of the reasons you married her? I think so, because, matter of fact, Saturday when we were at the Jade, mall, we need your insight into this. She, she threatened to leave me because of one of the shirts that I found that I liked, and she said that she was going to leave me because she knows I would wear it. And as we were leaving and we were talking, she walked into the round thing of the escalator where it curves, and she like hit it, and I was like, hmm, who's going to embarrass who? <laughs> oh, boy. It's so funny oh, when Tiffany people Jenkins do that, though. Oh, Tiffany Jenkins, spontaneous dancing. Absolutely. Jose yep. came up with a great point that with an extra toe, you could have it removed. It's a valid, valid thing. Jose, well, they, you Jose can get, are my people. No, nope, they got 3D printers now. They got things. There's a girl in South Carolina that want had a finger reattached. I want a robot reattach. finger. I want my finger. I don't want something foreign. Okay, would you rather age only from the neck up or age only from the neck down? Oh, boy. Would you rather have old, old man face or old man body? Old man face. <laughs> Congratulations, Jade. <laughs> hey, whoever would Photoshop me and Jade's picture to do that, that age time thing, yeah. I'm just going to put it out there. I look good as an old man. Like, I had the great, like, perfect balance of salt and pepper in my beard. Like, oh, my goodness. I look like I'd have been the cool grandpa. Oh, my goodness. Would you rather be stuck in a car with two stinky dogs? Hold on the neck up. Or be stuck in a car with two people with. Okay, start over. Would you rather be stuck in a car with two stinky dogs 
Oh boy. Or be stuck in a car with two people with bad breath. Give me the dogs. Give me the dogs. At least the dogs can entertain me. But the people in the car can shut up. Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> but I am. how many people do you know exactly that you say shh and I'm they just listen? Sit here until she high fives me back. Let's see everybody. Yeah. There's not a lot. A dog will listen to you this easier what, than what a person will. This is will. a reason I keep gum in my car. Not only for me. Me too. It's for everybody. <laughs> right there underneath my CD player Share in my truck. It with everybody. There's a pack of Eclipse. Yes. Just exactly. Okay, we're gonna do two more. I want to know what y'all. We'll we'll do. Mm, oh, Marky's all about dogs. We'll do. Three more. Jose said, then you can have a facelift. <gasps> okay. So would you rather eat rotten eggs or moldy cheese? Moldy cheese. Rotten eggs. No, moldy cheese. Moldy I, cheese. I already eat blue cheese. I, yeah, that's okay. I don't like blue I cheese. I can't stand like blue, blue cheese. And you can cut the mold off. Moldy cheese. What would you rather do? Would you rather, we, we're not giving you much time to answer. Would you rather eat rotten eggs or moldy cheese? Waiting. Oh. Would you rather Abby. Would you rather be attacked by two full-grown tigers or be attacked by 70 house cats? Two tigers. It'd be over quicker. You know, that thought <laughs> just went through my mind. Yes, it would be over quicker. <laughs> 70 cats, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of cat. Like, that's, that's a well, lot. See, I go into this, I go, you gotta go in depth. 70 cats, that's a lot of odor. Yes. I went there too. Yep, sure did. I would, I would take my chances of taming two tigers than trying to tame yep. 70 house cats. Yep. I could mm. punch two tigers. You can't punch 70 cats all at the same time. Oh, Jose says moldy cheese. Jose. Tiffany said oh, it too. moldy cheese. Y'all yep. are blue Everyone's cheese people. Moldy. Yep, moldy cheese. Okay. I like blue cheese. Here's one. Mm. Would you rather have 6,000 crickets in your room? 6,000. That's loud. Or have one very angry tarantula in your room. The crickets are apparently just happy and content. The tarantula can be songs. in a container and still be in your room. But if he's angry, does he have the weight to flip the container over and no. escape and then bite no. you? No, tarantulas are actually very... <laughs> wow, parents are going way out there. Used to, terrified of spiders, Paul in the past would have said, give me the 70 crickets or the really? 600 crickets, Not whatever. The Not the tarantula, But now... Tiffany Give me the said spider. 70 cats. Give me the spider. Really, Tiffany? 70 cats? Really? Ooh. Wow. But see, a known fact about a tarantula, it's they're very fragile. So if you like just pick it up and drop it, they fall apart. Really? Yep. Is that real? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I think they do. I think they're like fainting goats. <laughs> except when they <laughs> except for when they faint, they just blow apart. <laughs> they're like they're ticking time bomb. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Uh -oh. <laughs> Abby's getting up to yeah, leave the Abby. room. Mm -hmm. Okay, would you rather, last one, maybe. Right now it's the last one. Would you rather eat only marshmallows for a week or eat only french fries for a week? French fries. French fries. French fries. I do not like the marshmallows. I, I could, like marshmallows, but I like french fries more. Like, I don't think I could do a full day of marshmallows. I can do, like, maybe 20 minutes of marshmallows, but then after that time. I could do one marshmallow. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't like marshmallows. That's why if we do independent s'mores. Independent of everything, I mean. I like to skip the marshmallow s'mores, part of the s'mores. Yeah, accoutrement. It sort of needs to be mixed with its. Yeah. Like, if we do s'mores, well, I take the marshmallow out and just do chocolate and graham cracker. Okay. What if we changed it to instead of marshmallows, chocolate? Eat only chocolate for a week. French fries. Or eat French fries. French fries. For a week. I'm still French, French fries. fries. Me too. 
No. That's cute. Potatoes are healthy. Jade would go chocolate. Abby says French fries too. So Jade. did Jose. Oh. Jade, you'd go chocolate over French I'm fries? I'm sure she would. Really? Abigail, you voted for both. She voted for French fries and for you, chocolate. Look, was, you, can't, you can't be lukewarm, Abby. Right, there you go. You gotta be hot or cold, whether you be hot or cold. Tiffany, you're my girl. Like, you and I are in sync today, with the exception of the cats over the tigers. I, I wasn't there with you on that. Okay, we love you. Thank you for watching. We're gonna be back next week. And remember, share the broadcast with somebody. As you do, you'll be entered to win a $25 gift card. Share it, because you know somebody who needs to hear about this. We love you. Have a great Wednesday. And love your pastor. And dance Beck, to our theme music Beck all the way out. has her, let me find it. I seen it earlier. Has a prayer request. Ooh, good girl. Oh, ooh, ooh. She says, please pray for my mom. She has a heart catheter in the morning. And I know Mark Presley's mother, Miss Patricia, was having a stint this week as well. Go for it. So, Lord, we just thank you for this day, Father. We thank you for the words that you've given us, Father, and we just pray that it helps people, Father. We just thank you for your anointing that flows <coughs> when your word is ministered, Father. We just thank you. We thank you for the healing that's taking place right now, Father, and Beck's mother and Mark's mother, Father. We just thank you for it. We thank you for your anointing, Father, that is flowing on them right now. Your healing that is taking place right now. Your word says by your stripes we were healed, Father. That means it's already taken place. It's already done, Lord. And we just we just thank you for it. We praise you for it, Father. We praise you for your love. We thank you for your mercy and your grace that you have on us, Father. Father, we thank you for pastors. We thank you for the pastors that you put in our lives, Father. And we just thank you for them, Lord. We just thank you for the love that you have for us, for giving us pastors to help guide us the way we are supposed to walk, Father. We just thank you. Yes,
every shepherd that is represented by their sheep that's watching this broadcast, I ask for the blessing of God to rest upon them in the name of Jesus. We esteem them. We honor them. We bless them. We thank you for them, and we call them gifts. They are worthy of double honor. And show your sheep how to honor their shepherds in the way that they are called to honor them. In the name of Jesus, I ask that this month of October, let the body of Christ honor their pastors in the way that is pleasing to you, Father. And we love you and we praise you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 We love y'all. And now the funky theme music. Next week. See y'all. I'll be seeing you, seeing me, who's seeing you. I'll be seeing you. Wow. <laughs> I kind of had to wrap my brain around that one. <laughs> I'll be seeing you, seeing me, seeing you, seeing me, seeing you. Wow. Whoa. Later. Bye. Bye.